Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, a man who's been known to tip an IPA or two. Joining us, Richard Davenport. What do you say there, Richard? How are you? Man, I'm doing well. Just uh, hoping the weather's not as bad as it looks and uh, the track's open Friday and Saturday. That is the hope. I think we're going to be okay there. I really do, especially by the weekend, but we'll uh, we'll get an update on that. Actually, Todd Yacobian of KATV is going to join us at 1230. We'll see what uh, he expects from the weekend. We've also got Michael Felder a little bit later in the show. We'll talk about what's happening at Auburn and other items related to college sports. Um, and, of course, Richard, we have on to talk about what's happening with Whole Hog Sports, the Democrat Gazette, and recruiting. National Signing Day is today, part two. The most anticlimactic thing since dot 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 last year at <laughs> this time. But what does that say, Richard? That I mean, it's National Signing Day, and Coach Pittman and his staff aren't even uh, in Fayetteville in the offices waiting for uh, letters to be faxed in. Is that a good thing? Yeah, I mean they they basically got everything wrapped up pretty much uh, during the early signing period in December, and. Uh, uh, now, uh, and pretty much as far as the portal, too. I mean, I think they're going to add a couple more guys uh, from the portal, but uh, I think uh, for the defensive line, but, uh, but to have everything, everyone wrapped up and signed, filled, and delivered, and, and most of them on, the vast majority of them on campus, uh, I think that's a, that's a mission accomplished, if you ask me. What level of football, in your opinion, Richard, is benefiting the most from the new arrangement, like is it FCS level, Division two, Division three? I mean, are you seeing schools that are, are bringing in a lot of guys on a day like today? Uh, yeah, yeah. The the, the, the schools like you mentioned, uh, they they kind of they kind of see what's left over after the uh, initial signing period and uh, start to to uh, you know see see who they actually have a good uh, chance for and. Uh, period does benefit them more so because uh, the big boys have already gotten uh, most of the guys that they want. There, there's obviously still some high-profile guys uh, out there that are making announcements today, but, but obviously not as many as it used to be. So uh, I think you make a very good point. Yeah, you think about that, you know, if, for example, UAPB or UCA or, or A-State, you know, if they were in on a kid that maybe was Arkansas was uh, maybe, you know, the 24th, 25th guy in the recruiting class, uh, and a, a local guy and is down, uh, are they going to take him or not? And then uh, at the last second they decide to take him, you know, and, and, and UCA's left, well, now we got to go to somebody else. Or vice versa. Now they know. They know who is going and who is out there. So I can see how it's a benefit for the smaller schools, too, so that they're, they're not left uh, with the rug pulled out from underneath them at the last minute. And, and because of the portal, there's a lot of high school guys that are still on the board because, uh, you know, the schools are going after the older college age guys at their particular position. So they're, they're, a lot of them are are looking for places to, to land, and uh, a lot of those uh, the smaller schools are able to get kids like that uh, that normally in the past might have uh, got you know, some high D1 offers and opportunities. How many preferred walk-ons can, you, can a school take? I, I, you know, as far as I know, you can take an unlimited amount. Uh, obviously, 
when you have 85 and you can have 100, 105 some, uh, some uh, you know, spring practice, no, fall practice, you basically, you could, you could basically have 20. I guess you could, you could have 20 for, for that. But uh, I, I think a lot of times you, you kind of, uh, you know, you, you try to manage your, your roster a little bit and not get overloaded with guys that uh, just just to be uh, trying to add them as preferred walk-ons. You you want quality, and I think Arkansas has done that. What's the difference between a preferred walk-on and a walk-on? Uh, what I just said, as far as the uh, being able to uh, come in and uh, uh, start practice in the, in you know in August for fall practice, a normal uh, walk-on will have to wait mm. till till uh, when uh, uh, first day of school starts and then they can join the join the program and a lot of the preferred walk-ons uh show up uh during the summer and start working out with the team too do they get any other benefits like training table or stuff like that oh absolutely absolutely especially a lot of these guys that maybe haven't had the you know the resources at their school to have uh you know a strength and conditioning good strength and conditioning program and and then obviously most kids don't know about nutrition I think they're probably a little bit more educated than what what kids were 20, 30 years ago. But uh, still, yeah, you know, when when you're uh, 17, 18 years old, you're you're doing a lot of McDonald's, you're doing a lot of mm-hmm. fast food and stuff like that instead of doing what you should do as far as nutrition. 17, 18, 47, 48, you know, yeah, <laughs> sure, all that. Who uh, who are some of the preferred walk-ons that you like that Arkansas has uh, received uh, or commended you know, from? I, they got one yesterday, uh, Brooks uh, Edmondson uh, from uh, Bryant. I li- I've liked him since he was a sophomore. As a matter of fact, I told his dad, this is, I think this is pre-portal, uh, before the portal really started going kind of crazy. I told him, I said, he- he's going to have D1 opportunities. And he did have a uh, Kansas offer, uh, Middle Tennessee offer. But I think if, uh, if you didn't have the portal and you didn't have uh, schools uh, – going in that direction like like they are now, I think he would have several more D1 opportunities. He's about 6'4", 6'5", 285, very good uh, strength right now, but he's got very good feet, and uh, I know Arkansas is very excited about him. John Paul Pickens, a safety from Jonesboro, he committed uh, on Saturday that went public the other day. 6'1", about 6'2", about 190. He was the uh, conference uh, outstanding Defensive back uh, voted voted on by the uh, coaches of the league. Uh, very very uh, very good uh, speed four five. Uh, he had offers from Arkansas State Troy, so he, but his dream was always to be a Razorback. So just a couple, and there's several others. I think I think we're in double digits right now. But those are two that uh, just just recently happened that I really like. Yeah, Daryl Searcy out of Joe T. Robinson was another one that was earlier and played for and won a state championship and had some speed and he had some other offers and so I was I was pleasantly surprised when uh, Daryl Searcy chose that route. So I thought you know that's a good get for Arkansas too. I agree with you 100. percent Daryl's a guy that uh, has a lot of heart and he, he definitely has the talent. And uh, you know we'll see what happens once once he gets up there. And like you said. Uh, go through the strength and conditioning and the each right. Uh, you may see him on the field. Richard, thank you, my friend. Catch up next week. Stay safe out there. Sounds good, guys. Or in you there. Guys too. Take All care. Right. See you. All right, see you, buddy.